Listen up, squibs. You may find this podcast to be fucking explicit. Happy fucking birthday to fucking Full Metal RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. This is Brendan fucking Carrion, and this is episode number 32 of Full Metal RPG, and it is our one-year fucking anniversary. What up? What up, Ben? What up? I'm happy to be here on what is going to be the most metal and brutal celebration of our one-year anniversary. Yeah, totes. Super brutal. We got we got Shadow Sworn Adam over here. He's wearing a happy birthday Ciara. That's right. What up, Playa? It's, it's Adam fucking sink. And just to clarify, I'm not <laughs> actually fucking a sink. Like I'm not my penis is not inside the garbage disposal. Don't, don't play. Because that would go really wrong. Don't, really don't play. Fast. I did that earlier. <laughs> you, before just, you I'm came not here. Currently doing before it. you got it's, here. Yeah. I got cool. my tiara. I'm rocking my tiara. You guys well, got your hats. We got I got we got we got hats. We got noisemakers. Happy fucking birthday. That's going to be a big old spike in it's, my it's, it's been one year since we started on this crazy adventure that called podcasting. And um, with mixed results, I might add. So, yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been, there's been some high highs and some low we lows. Had, we had a couple of weeks there where we were looking and we were happy we got 20 listens. There was that. That did happen. That did actually oof, happen. Oof. And then there have been some weeks where we're like, what the fuck's happening? It seems like everybody listens to this show, um, but they don't. Not really. Not really. Um, so uh, we gotta give ourselves a little more credit. That there's at least yeah. some people listening. Yeah. Hey, and to all the dozens of you, as you put it earlier, Adam, that are out there listening, especially those of you who've been with us since day one, those guys who followed uh, Industrial Strength RPG on Instagram, that then became Full Metal RPG on Instagram, and so you knew, oh, hey, that dumbass Brendan is starting a podcast. You tuned in episode one, and you've been with us the whole fucking ride. What is wrong with you? <laughs> this, this one's for you, guys. <laughs> what a happy day it is. Anyway, so... um. <laughs> That's gonna get old fast. <laughs> no. Um so here so here we are and uh you know what we're gonna do this this what we're gonna do today is we're gonna we're gonna slow it down a little bit because life moves so fast and things things have become so so weird. Two thousand sixteen was a weird year. It's it's been a weird year for a lot of people and um it's we're been gonna a bad year. Well, you know, so we're gonna get to that and we're gonna look back on it. We're gonna kind of go through it and be like, "Well, what, what, what about FMRPG worked? What about it didn't? What was the shit? What was shitty?" And then, um, I think we're gonna. We, I think we have some uh, libations, right? Some celebratory li- some libations. Bubbly, well, that's right. That's right. It's like a yacht party. That's right. It's and, moderately um, priced. Uh, champagne, <laughs> oh, I like sparkling wine, California champagne, sparkling white. Um, and uh, before we before we get to that, before we get to that, we got well, we got cupcakes, yo. Um, Ooh. we got some cupcakes, and uh, they have pink pink glitter candles on them because we hawed. And they're Shopkins cupcakes. Shopkins, so, like we when want... we do this shit, it's brutal and metal. Like so, we come so in brutal. and we we we're just jacked and we're amped and we're 
feeling very masculine and secure in our masculinity. Very secure. We got our Shopkins cupcakes with our pink good candles. I'm wearing a tiara. I don't really know what a Shopkin is. Adam had to explain this ship to me. Like, I wanted to get the ones that had the robot faces on them, but then it turned out that was like chocolate cupcakes with like icing on them and Adam and I are both more like vanilla cupcake guys, so we had mm. to get the Shopkins, of which there were a lot. There were a lot of Shopkins available. There was available. a lot of Shopkins. All right, so, um, hey, Ben, what have you been up to with gaming, buddy? We got... Well, uh, you know, uh, just got back, I think, uh, what, this past week from Dallas, where he went out to play in GP Dallas. That was, uh, of course, we all did miserably, but uh, it was a fun time to be had. Lots of uh, crazy hijinks and... You know, out of town, lots of bars in downtown Dallas. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that sounds good, I guess. I mean, then, there's all that ma- playing magic that sounds terrible, but the rest of it sounds good. Yeah, sure. Um, and then, uh, you know, looking forward to, I think this weekend, we're going to have another session of uh, Gamma World. We heard the guy World. running that's an asshole. Gamma World. In fact, I think the last session we had was, was uh, right before I went out of town. Yep. And, yeah, this is uh, the first time you guys have been in the room at the same time talking about Gamma World, which is kind of interesting. Well, I think I think that the last session really like set us on our correct course, which is to be like like <laughs> overlords of raiders. all the mutants and monsters and yeah. and and humans and whatever else, what have you, in Phoenix, uh, by hook or by crook. You know, it doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna dominate them all. You're still talking about the game, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because okay, yeah, yep. I can't tell if you're talking about the game or real life right now at this point. Well, you know, it's a path to power, and uh, maybe I'm gonna be running for office soon. This is like support a, me. And, this is like uh, a Jack Chick <laughs> thing where it's like you you become you you transcended the game. Yeah. Um. Only instead of becoming uh, a witch who casts spells or whatever, I'm going to become. Uh, a mutant overlord of, uh, <laughs> of uh, you know, Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> that is where you guys are stationed out of right Oh, now. boy. Yeah, they're building their little fortress out there. Yeah? yeah. Are uh, you enjoying running that for them? Yeah, Adam? it's a lot of fun. It's really just a weird gonzo game, and kind of anything goes, so it's you don't have to worry too much that, oh, that's not going to fit the tenor of the story or where we want to go with it. It's just, hey, get out there and mix it up and do what you want to do, and... You know, write your own, write your own destiny, pave your own way, make your own path. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when you use the word to describe Gamble World, like Gonzo can't actually be used enough. Like that is definitely mm-hmm. wow. the word of the game. Interesting. So interesting. Uh, are either one of you guys planning on doing uh, Jim Miller's event coming up here, Sleigh Bells, on December third at Imperial Outpost? I thought about doing it. I'm not exactly sure what I'd want to do. Just show up and play, or show up and run something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it it looks promising it looks fun i know crit hit was awesome so that's you know it's got yeah. a pedigree behind it indeed so i definitely wouldn't mind coming out for it i'm just trying to decide at what level i want to be you know uh involved and i went to crit hit sandy loss and that was also very good that was also very good i, th- I think my uh my uh concern is, is more like uh whether or not i join you in your giovanni game ah uh, yes which, which was scheduled to run on that day and yes. if that doesn't happen if i'm not in that game which there's a chance i won't be then i'm gonna go to sleigh bells look at, look at this guy with all the with all the tension over here all the oh, sus- yeah, all the suspense that is i love to talk about the giovanni game too because I, I don't like when what times are we planning on running well, well, we well yeah later. we can talk about yeah, that doesn't matter they don't um, want to hear about that um what, what you got going on adam what's 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 going on with you buddy? Uh, i got gamma world going on i've been amassing just large stockpiles of books that i need to wind my way through so oh, both dude. fiction and dude. and uh and of the 
gaming book variety. So oh, I have been on. Oh God. Yeah, I've been. I can forgive see me. That I you've have been sinned. on a bender there. There's Dude. a. You got quite a pile growing over there. Well, I had to make room for the Shadowrun books because right. I, I bought. I sort of got. I went out and like in in this like fit of peak to like have like j- enough shadow run where I felt like I was like, okay, this is a comprehensive shadow run collection that covers every angle that I want it to cover. I went out and bought something like 16 shadow run books, just like, like boom, 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 boom. Right. It cost me a lot of money anyway. So I had to fit it onto the shelf, which means I had to take the last remaining D and D off the shelf so that the shadow run could go next to its kind of spiritual uh, cousin world of darkness here. So right now, and right now, this shelf is looking a little kind of picked through because I because I am starting to run this Giovanni game. We're doing we're doing character creation this weekend, and uh, <laughs> I was trying to write it at my desk, and I just didn't have enough room. You know how it is when you're writing a World right. of Darkness game. I had to get down onto the floor, and I had this entire floor which is like covered in books. And I was well, it starts in, looking in like that it. scene from at least if you're anything like me, like the scene from the movie where there's the guy who's like putting up all the notes, trying to figure yeah. out the mystery, and it's just like all yeah. over the mm. the board on the wall. Which I'd need to get one of those giant cork boards just for my insane. Uh, charts and all that but yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you could you, you could cork a, cork over an entire wall and it would mm-hmm. it, it would i think that might be enough for for a world of darkness chronicle it could be yeah yeah but so i've, I've been going bonkers with that like um ridiculous dude ridiculous i still want to run shadow run coming up here but uh i just got i just snapped man i just went fucking nuts because the people who want to run dungeon world for like it's it's been so hard to get everybody in the same room, and we're supposed to play this weekend. I don't know if that's even going to actually happen. It, it seems it's, it's it's supposed to, but I was like, God damn it! I need to run a fucking game. So a couple weeks ago, I ran um, uh, Lamentations for some guys, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking run Giovanni Chronicles. I'm just gonna do it. I just want to run a vampire game. Like I've got I've got like a whole binder full of notes on this Montreal game, and I'm still not ready to run it. I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to announce the game. We're going to do character creation, and then two weeks later, we're going to play it. So just go. Just go, you know, because I want to do it. And um, I have the same kind of feeling about Shadowrun. Like, once I get through the fourth edition core book, I feel like conversant on the rules again. I'm just going to put together a group, and we're just going to start playing. Because, like, I need to be role-playing. I spend all this fucking time like talking about role-playing, and I don't fucking role-play, man. It's like, it's it's ridiculous. It's goddamn masturbation, you know well, That was kind of one of the things in the first episode that started it off was there was a game going on, and it was about yeah. that game. <laughs> yeah, I know, the, right? Yeah, the D&D we, game. We have I, lost track of that in uh, like a serious way, right? Yeah, the Abyss game or whatever, Out of the Abyss. And Oh, I know. I know, right? So, um... Yeah, so I announced Giovanni Chronicles. I got three guys that are um, really excited to play. And I'm very... All three of them are being very enthusiastic. It's my uh, my buddy Matt, who uh, is coming over to role-playing from the AOS world. And then uh, uh, my buddy Christopher, who is a, a big um, internet, like like online play guy and he has a cool uh facebook forum that he runs it's just it's like it's like reposts of actual plays and lots of different um world darkness media and then uh the mysterious jeff will be playing and he ran through uh giovanni the first time i did it but he started on book two yeah he started on book two so he never got to play book one so adam and i started on book one we did start on book yeah, one. Yeah, I forgot. Yep. Yeah, I forgot you were in that game, Adam, because yep. you didn't care much for book one because of some shit that went down. Yeah, I didn't really care much for book one. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. Depending on the timing of it and when it runs, like I can I can potentially work it in. That's why I got to talk to you about it later. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's marathon training we, season, so I got to be ah. up shitty early on Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings out logging stupid amounts of miles. So my, my real consideration, I, I was talking to you about this. Yeah, is nothing to do with time because Saturday evenings, afternoons, whatever I could do doesn't matter to me. Right, right. Um. I uh my my consideration is how much I just loved the first time I played it and how much I had such a blast. I don't know if I want to necessarily like like, you know, you want to sully your memories. Well, not necessarily sully memories, but but with am I going to like hit the same notes? What are we going to you know what I mean? Like Right. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit here and try and hard sell you the game. I I think that I mean, first of all, I was kind of pondering this as I was as I was doing some writing for it. And it's been almost twenty years since we started running that game, if you can believe it. I mean that I think we started I think we started playing in ninety nine and we're coming up on seventeen here. So it's been about eighteen years since we started playing Sounds that about game. Right. Yeah. And it's been about um sixteen, fifteen to sixteen years since we finished playing that game. So it was a long time ago. I feel like we're different people now, and um, I certainly look at the world of darkness like a lot differently. I see it so much differently, and I'm going through the the NPCs, and I'm kind of um, tailoring them to fit my new vision of it. And I'm like, and I'm remembering what I did with some of them in the past. I'm like, oh god, that was <laughs> that was really silly. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to make it. A, I'm I'm trying to on this time really focus on the horror and like less so on like the intrigue and the meta plot and stuff. Um, and I think, I think it's going to stand on its own as a game. Another thing that I'm doing differently about from the way I ran it before was that when I ran it before, it was kind of like, that was our, our reoccurring game. And we would play through a book and then we'd take some time off and then we'd get to the next book and we play it and then we'd take some time off and then we get to, we always did little downtimes and stuff, but it wasn't like, um, like the characters were were enmeshed in that particular plot, you know? Um, this game, I'm just running Giovanni 1 as the as the springboard. And then we're, we're going to play through it. I think there'll be like between three and five sessions to get it done, the first book. And then we'll kind of decide what it is we want to do. If people want to keep playing um, uh, essentially Dark Ages, then we'll pl- actually play it forward at that point rather than just jumping forward 150 or 200 years. You know, and because I really want to play through um, the Anarch Revolt and the Inquisition um, before you get to the form- uh, formation of the Camarilla and then the stuff that comes after that. So um, I think that, like, after you get past the first few sessions, the game will just automatically feel radically different. R- rather than, like, having a- essentially what I'm trying to say here in way too many words is that rather than having the Giovanni Chronicles be at the center of it with little associated kind of downtime adventures in orbit around those big books. The Giovanni Chronicles books themselves will be smaller pieces of a larger chronicle. They'll they'll be like kind of like episodes that tie together a much bigger chronicle that's like kind of about its own things rather than about the Giovanni Chronicles. That sounds a lot like uh, when I ran Transylvania Chronicles, um, how how we ran that because it was really storyteller and player driven yeah uh, rather than book driven and then whenever there was kind of a lull in the action or we needed something to kick it off i'd be like okay let's insert insert a vignette from one of the books Mm -hmm. Uh, but there were 
weeks where we didn't even touch any of the material that was in the books. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and to be totally honest, that's one of the things I feel like I missed out on doing Giovanni Chronicles the first time. And um, and I wouldn't even be touching it again if I just wanted to to, to run the books like back to back to back. You know, I'm not I'm not really interested in recreating what we did before. Right. You know, I don't. Yeah, think the interesting thing about that was I ended up painting myself into some corners because um, the players took out some people who came up again in later books. Yeah, and then it was just like, well, now I have to retool this entire thing using somebody else because sure. that guy's not around anymore. That sounds fun, though. Yeah, that sounds fun. It was bad. It, it was a lot of fun, but it, <laughs> there were definitely parts where I would go, okay, this week we're going to do this, and I'd. I'd get the new book and I'd open it up and I'd start reading through it and I'd be like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm eager to be back in the world of darkness. Uh, I'm eager to be playing vampire again. Um, the people who are going to be playing are very enthusiastic. And, and, and I think that three people is enough to, to, to play. Um, I sure. would, I would prefer a fuller table, I suppose. Um, I would prefer four to six people total. But um, if I've got three and we can make a good game out of it, then let's just do three, you know? And and, and I'm kind of doing this thing where I, I, I feel like if we play through book one and it sucks, then fuck it, dude. Who cares? We're, right. we're not under any obligation to proceed forward. Just do something else. Do Shadowrun. Do, uh, we can do the Montreal game because that's still there. You know, do whatever, you know? Um, yeah, Shadows I'm, I'm looking forward to Montreal. That was one of those games that I felt like we never – we we left a lot on the table, you know what I mean? Oh, we left a lot. We left a lot on the table, and I think that and, and Montreal also. I feel like that I've just grown so much as a person, and I see things so differently now. That that's I'm really excited to to re-explore that. But I was talking to to Matt. I don't know. I was talking, I was talking about this with Chris actually earlier, and um, he was like, "Well, is Giovanni gonna like segue into uh, Montreal?" And I mean, I would be lying if I um, said that I hadn't been thinking about that. You know, that in the long run, to kind of like, because there's a lot of, uh, you know, with with the meta plot and stuff, there's a lot of stuff that will you can funnel down into that, into that Montreal story later, you know. But um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the challenges of things like the divide between the clans and like the sects and then the anti-tribute shit and like, and 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 breaking the party up and creating like you know troop style play characters because people are going to go in different directions. I mean, it seems inevitable. Who knows? Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll yeah. be. You know, who knows? Um, that is one of the weird things with the difference between Chronicles of Darkness and and the old World of Darkness is you have all that built in, so you don't have to create it yourself. Um, the, the sex yeah. and the clans and the convention of thorns and all those other things that were going on like you can go through and play those things on your own and kind of hit them as as high notes if you want and that's one of the things that as i thought about it more after having watched the white wolf keynote i was kind of like maybe that's kind of more what they're talking about um is those, yeah i think those so. kind of events and, and and i you know to it to an extent i agree with them those are really cool um so yeah, I mean, I'm still interested to see what 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 they're bringing to the table. That's new, but one of the things that's so great about um, Giovanni Chronicles here, like I mean, because the book wasn't new when mm-hmm. I started running it. I think it came out in '95. Um, is that because it's a period piece? It hasn't gotten any. It hasn't. It hasn't. My perception of it hasn't changed in a certain way. Right. It still exists as an artifact in like 1444. It's not like you're looking at uh, the vision of like how the 90s saw the world developing, 
and you're like, oh, well, none of that shit came to pass. Or yeah. like, oh, that's a bunch of crap, <laughs> you know? Because yeah, it stops um, before that, right? Because I, I seem to recall book four, doesn't it? Just take a hard veer from everything that it came before. Yeah, the you're book, playing book, completely book new four characters. Is, book four is super weird. Yeah, to be totally honest, book three almost feels like it's very kind of schizoid. But, yeah, um, book four, though, it was just like, take your old character sheets, throw them away. You're now playing yeah. totally new characters, which I was like, what? Well, your your characters become essentially NPCs in the yeah. back in the background, and you're now playing um, characters who are working against your old characters, oh, okay. which is kind of interesting. That sounds interesting. It sounds like it was better than Transylvania Chronicles final book. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Transylvania so Chronicles bad Four was so bad. I just I, I so when bad. it came out is like I think I ended my campaign. Uh, two weeks after it came out, just because I was like, I am not running yeah. my players through this. It's so terrible. It it, it was just sort of like um because even even Transylvania th- or whatever gets the nukes and stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was just completely indicative of of like all it was the worst third excesses White Wolf. of the, yeah third edition White Wolf yeah. where it's just it was just completely like over the top yeah. like, in every bullshit. possible way. There was like a train and his, like, yeah, yeah his nuke train or whatever. Oh, it was, it was so really bad. dumb. It was, it was dumb. Really dumb. Like I, I watched Golden Eye the other day with Heather and I was like was just mortified at how dated that movie seems and just how cheesy and over the top it is and um <laughs> it was terrible I'm and the, invincible and then you watch and then you look at a uh, uh, third edition masquerade and it's just full of all that same shit yeah, I mean it's, it's just it's it, a it, relic of its time yeah indeed indeed absolutely um so that's like I guess what's going on with me. I I too have been buying a fucking ass ton of books. God yeah, damn it, it's disgusting. I should God show you my. It, I, we should just I can just take a photo and send it to you of my pile. It's it's just sad and I, yeah, it's it's I, bad, I, I, it's I bad news. I can't do the same for you because I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, I'm just too embarrassed. Um, it's really it's look there there's a first edition Shadow Run I picked up. For like, I mean, really, I got a great deal on it, right? Including shipping. Yeah, it looks really and, nice, right? It's it's, it's in great condition, and um, just because I just because I've been I've been tripping so hard on Shadowrun lately mm-hmm. that I was like, I just want to have one of those old first edition books with like the old first edition art in right, it. Right, like, the cover just, is pretty dude, iconic, dude. The the picture of the Elven Decker is just mm-hmm. it just it just it just takes me there. It takes me right into Shadowrun like every single time. I mean, I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough. And of it. then you read the decking rules and then you just go Yeah, oh fuck God, that. I'm out of Shadowrun. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck that <laughs> shit. Done, well, I mean, I give up. Uh, I'll just never run a decker/hacker/console cowboy better as a as a NPC hire or something for they, the team yeah. that the, you know yeah. nobody it's just I not that it's way not about a compelling like, character about like cyberpunk characters too in general like yeah hacking was yeah. its own yeah. separate thing I remember somebody wanted to play a guy and I was like I'm not drawing up those gritty uh the grid network yeah. diagram things for you to like play through I'm just not gonna do it I don't have right. that much time it becomes a mini game and I mean it no, is a mini game nobody wants to deal with that shit yeah. It's. I didn't want to do it. I'm just like, this is not fun. I hate when I'm playing games that have those mini, like computer games that have those mini games, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Just, eh. just let me hit a button and like go hacking commenced. <laughs> or like in Goldeneye, send spike. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm sending a spike. What does that mean? <laughs> what, what what the fuck is that? Anyway, um, have you have you picked up anything recently, Ben? Uh, let's see. What's my most recent purchase? Well, um, Apocalypse World is fresh. It's coming fresh here pretty soon. Yeah, Apocalypse World is actually collecting uh, uh, addresses. So that's 
That's very horny. Nice. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I played uh, Urban Shadows the other day. I was going to tell you guys about that. You were that was really interesting. That. Um, hmm. that that was my first time actually playing a, a Powered by the Apocalypse game, and and because it's designed to sort of replicate a World of Darkness feel. It was really, really, really interesting. I mean, it was super great. You have, do you have Urban Shadows? I don't own that one, no. I, I was going to buy, purchase it, and I just haven't bought it yet. Do so. you have it, Adam? I highly recommend it. It is a really great I, it's, game. It's on my list to purchase along with, I think, Monster Hearts and something else. Too. Mm, yeah, you oh, yeah Monster Hearts was the one I was looking at, where I was kind of like, what is the one I was looking at that was like teenagers or something? Yeah, Monster Hearts. That's that, they have, they're kicking second edition on, on Kickstarter right now. So oh, if you're, are they if you're really Monster thinking, oh. Do you guys listen to the podcast? I'm beginning I do. To wonder oh, if yeah, you guys... you guys were talking about that with Jim, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, that's Indeed. why I got the idea. I went and ah, looked it up. That's okay. why I was looking at it. Yeah, I think it might have been why I was on mine, too. I was listening to the podcast yeah i'm just giving you a hard how time. dare i know you, you do me. i know you do i see you on the thing I I'm, see. I'm a diehard maybe even a tryhard <laughs> um yeah dude uh it was it was such a it was such a trip because these powered by the apocalypse games are like so easy to put together i mean seriously we all just showed up at ben mandal's house and there were four of us jim miller was there i was there and then there was these two two girls i hadn't met before and we just threw together characters bang bang real fast um and then we started playing um, what playbook were you, by the way? Okay, so Ben has um, a series of PDF playbooks that did not get released in the main book. Oh. I, because I, because the company that makes it has a like player's guide or something like an expansion that they've been kind of saying, oh, is going to come out eventually. They're I think they're play testing it right now, and uh, I mean, Urban Shadows itself only just came out a year ago, so you can't really be too upset that it's not out. And I think that these playbooks are going to be inside that. And, of course, they have the fucking raddest playbooks inside of them. They're really good stuff. Um, Jim and I both ended up playing playbooks out of that out of that uh, expansion. Uh, Jim played The Revenant, hmm. which is like The Crow. You're yeah. The, you're The Crow. Right. And then um, I, I picked uh, this one called The Dragon, which is... Um, you're like descended from a mythological dragon, like like long, long ago, and like like primordial, like atavistic past or whatever. There were dragons, and they they've all become extinct, but their essence has become like distilled into like human personas. And you're like the last vestiges of like draconic essence on the on the planet. And so uh, you're like this like powerful person who like hoards things, you know. And it was like, it was. It was just perfect. It was exactly what I wanted to play. To be totally honest, it was it was like more beast than beast. Right, it was I was like, gonna say it sounds like beast a little bit. But. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was. I feel like it's kind of what beast was going for, and mm-hmm. then and then they kind of just, just missed. <laughs> yeah, they missed it entirely. And um, poor beast. Like I mean, the, those mechanics are so simple. They just they they give you the the ability to do the thing that you want to do right away. Um. They don't. They don't make a bunch of bones about like who has what. Like my character's starting equipment was um, a penthouse apartment, a uh, a driver, and a luxury car, and then um, and then my like my starting like weapon was like a bastard sword, and then there were some other like options, you know. And I just immediately like felt like I got my character, so I made this um, like Russian mafia like. Uh, <laughs> This like Russian mafia guy who was like the head of a family, and he was like the last like he was like this dragon essence, you know, and he was like using 
that is uh, his 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 crime ties as like a pawn, you know, and then and then because because of the way uh, uh, Urban Shadows works, I was just spitting out. You have to spit out what's going on with you, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, there's uh, I I'm Russian mob, and like the Armenian mob is like trying to move into my territory, but they're being controlled by vampires, and I can't. So so on the mortal front, I'm fighting against Armenians, and on the on the supernatural front, I'm fighting against vampires, and that was my character backstory. And we just bang that out. That's like you know, it takes 15 minutes to do. It was like it was it was great. It was really great. Um, the session got a little kind of like you know choppy in spots because I I think that the people who I was playing with weren't necessarily like, um you know Jim's a huge powered by the apocalypse guy so he was like ready to fucking go but the these two other girls I don't know that they were super tuned into the idea of 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 cooperative role playing in the sense that when you read those dungeon world books and stuff they keep talking about the fiction you know like everything that you do is in service to the fiction you know yeah. And it's and it's definitely like a gamer thing, anyway. When people feel like, oh, my character's got to hog the spotlight or whatever, um, that's that's already just in technical games. But when you start getting into these like like loose, uh, where the GM's giving up control to the PCs, and then you've got players who want the spotlight on them, and they don't give a shit about the fiction. You know, they're not like trying to write a story with you. They're trying to just you know do stuff for their character. Things can get kind of out of hand, like really quick. I was like, I was like, oof. Yeah, like. My experience with Apocalypse Orb was we got really bogged down, like everybody, and it was a table. It was a table of all guys too. We got all really bogged down trying to use like our sex moves against each other, which was it was very weird. Like just one guy started it off, and then everybody else started, for lack of a better term, like dogpiling in, just <laughs> trying to figure out how. They could get a sex move against every other person at the table, and I was, because the sex was, move gives you some sort of statistical it advantage. Gives you a bonus, yeah, like some kind of ability. Like I think mine was the ability to add or subtract dice, uh, even if I wasn't in the scene, like remotely from whatever it was they were trying to accomplish. Um, and so it gives you some kind of bonus over the other character. And, yeah, and we just got to this this very like crunchy okay, well, I got to get my sex move used <laughs> yeah. against you. And I was like, yeah, but then they get theirs against you. And so it was everybody trying to like get these sex moves that they could use on all the other people at the table. And, you know, we get into it. I remember Ben was, Ben's character was trying to seduce This is a different Ben. This is a third not, Ben. Not, yeah, this is not, not, not Yeah, dear ben. listeners, this is the third Ben. Not I just remember, I was like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, well, that doesn't matter. I just want to have my, and I was like, well, it kind of does matter. <laughs> what are we going to do? Because <laughs> it was, I was like, well, your character is this type of character. And I was playing this, uh, this leader of this cult. And, you know, I was like, it kind of does matter because I'm this, you know, insane kind of cult leader guy. So, you know, I kind of want to get an idea of what the context of this is. And he's like, yeah, it just doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. I just want to have my sex move on you. And it's like, okay. That sounds great. Yeah, it was, it was a very interesting time. It, was, it wasn't it was like it wasn't bad or anything. I just thought it was kind of funny because I was going, okay, well, I mean, you're just we're just doing this to get a statistical advantage over. Yeah. Me. There's not a story reason why this is happening right yeah. now. Um, uh, Urban Shadows uh, replaces the sex move with what's called an intimacy move, and um, oh, okay, and rather than getting a bonus on somebody else, you just get a bonus for yourself. And anytime you have a moment of 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 what they call intimacy, and and a moment of intimacy doesn't have to be sexual or even romantic. It can be kind of just like, you know, we have a goodwill hunting style talk at the park. It's you not know? your fault. It's like a. <laughs> exactly. It's not your fault. Not exactly. Your fault, there, Brandon, there you go. It's not your fault. There, you, you guys, you got, you remember the movie. I do remember the clearly. 
Um, anyway, I'm sad. Did, did, yeah, so that was my that was my uh, Urban Shadows experience. I really love that game. I would run it anytime, and it's just super great for just pick up and go. Like if ever, like I was trying to say this to Adam earlier before we started recording, is if you ever get that just feeling like oh I just gotta fucking run a game, like I want to run a game, you can just like pick up Urban Shadows and be like okay, here's some playbooks, fucking do something. The game, the the game world itself comes together and becomes very complex like super quickly. It's great. It's great. Right on. Well, it sounds neat. Now I'm intrigued. Now I got to buy another goddamn role playing. Dude, it's book, only so like twenty thanks. bucks, man. Yeah, that's I the great thing about those power by pocket. <laughs> it's not so the money. Too. It's the the pot. It's I'm throwing but it on the pot. It's like I, I am a dragon blooded like you are. Now I'm hoarding role playing yeah, books. So what, man? Just gonna I throw feel it on the pile. Do you know how ashamed of my life I felt when this little tiny? I'm pointing towards my tiny bookcase over here. It's not even like a real bookcase. It's one of those like little waist high bookcases. Oh, I'll send when, you a photo when, on my bookcase. When, 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 <laughs> when this thing had nothing on it, I had seriously I had like half a dozen books on this at one point, and like and like and like three or four of them were like nostalgia books that were mm-hmm. just for looking at. They weren't for actual gaming. And now I, it, it cannot even contain. It cannot even contain the piles of books. That would oh, that shelf so there would better. contain my vampire and wraith collection, and that's about it. And and the rest of it would good man would be all over the place. Man, yeah, no, that's bad. Don't no, that's that. great. Never give up your books. Don't encourage that. Never give up your books. I'm not ever going to give up vampire no. and wraith. Those are the ones I kept, but I did get rid of werewolf. What's the what's the what's, wraith, the what's the what's huh? the what's the one I you're missing? What love... is the one you're what are you missing? Oh, for Wraith? Yeah. Uh, Face of Death. But that's that. Like, it's the fiction book, the oversized fiction book, which. The Children of the Inquisition analog, only less useful. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. It's not great. It's not really worth having. I suspect. Because I found it a couple times, and every single time I'm like, oh, I could complete my collection. And I start looking through it, I'm like, nah. (laughs) Nah. Who cares? Six bucks? No. (laughs) Not spend six bucks. How about a penny? How about no? I did never get Orpheus though, so like that oh, I guess dude. is technically Rafe, but I never. Dude, there, there's no technically about it in V20. It's going to have Orpheus sections in it. I'm sure it will, and that's fine. Mm. I'll just wait for V20. It was just a, it was or one of those Wraith ones 20. when it came Sorry. out. It was they had ended Wraith, and they're like, and now there's this thing called Orpheus. And, no, Wraith is over. End of Empire. Dude, end Orpheus of is so good. I heard it, it was really good. So fucking good. I just didn't like what they did with Wraith and Hunter and. Oh, I, yeah. I got burned and by mummy, that, and the then they, they were like, they yeah, and then mummy. mummy, and then they're like, oh, and now here's this new thing called Orpheus, and I was like, oh, so you can just rape the, the corpse even more? No, thank you, and I never eh, got it. It's too bad, because that is a great yeah, I heard it was really good fucking later series on. of books. I heard, I heard Jesus it was really Christ. sweet, and I missed it, and you know, what? Nah, that's on mm-hmm. me. All right, guys, what do you think? Anybody else have anything that they're burning up to say? What do you guys got? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. That's that's where I'm at with with uh with role playing right now. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. much all she wrote on the role playing front. There's board gaming and other stuff, but I, that's not really more like here. board gaming, if you know <laughs> what I mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <sighs> I get puns. <laughs> all right, so we are gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna celebrate this motherfucking birthday right. All right, we'll see you in a few minutes.
back with the celebration of Full Metal RPG's birthday. Happy fucking birthday! <laughs> it is our first birthday of our fucking show! Yeah! Anyway, that was really embarrassing. I just realized I'm putting this on the internet later. You are. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that when I was doing it. That's, that's anyway, all right. It's so we the got internet. Nobody thinks. No, but yeah, no. Who who cares? Like, you know, listen, man. I, I listen to some really fucking embarrassing podcasts, and it's like if if we're just like in league with them, then so be it. Are we gonna make this about riffs? Oh Jesus! No. Like I, I got I got a copy of Riffs Ultimate Edition the other day in Bookman's right. twenty five dollars. <laughs> Pretty sweet. And you know what, Ben? You know why I bought it? Why? Because because I found a copy of Juicer Uprising, and I was I told myself if I ever find Juicer Uprising, I'm buying it. And I was like, well, I found it. And I'm like, I guess now I need a copy of Riff's Ultimate Edition. And I looked like one one rack to the right. There it was. Half off cover. It nice. was meant to be. It was meant Exactly. It was meant to be. All right. Who wants to pop the bubbly? Yeah, I'm just holding I'm two holding cups. two glasses. How am I supposed to do that? Yeah, right. I knew Ben was just going to defer defer responsibility on the popping of the bubbly. Right, I just knew here, it was going to happen. Uh, take the other one, too. There you go. There you go. That's the sound of elegance. It's not even. A, I thought it was going to be a cork, and it was not. It's a little plastic. Corks are for it's a the rich. Donkey thing. So all right, here I'll start. Adam's going ahead and pouring some beautiful suds for us, and then we got cupcakes. That's right. Who wants to blow out the candles? Here I'm gonna blow out the candles because fuck all this right, shit. All right, you blow out the candles. <sighs> That's right, I just blew all over your cupcakes, bitches. Who wants a fucking cupcake? This one's blue. This is the fucking celebration, man. This is the celebration, motherfuckers. bitches. Uh, 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 uh. This one's going to be for me. I get the one that's very pink looking. Oh, yum. And then this one here is for you, my friend. Here is a cupcake para you. Nice. It's purple. And then here we and, go. Uh, fucking cheers, right? Shall we drink, my friends? Shall. To Full cheers. Metal RPG full and to evil. To evil. <laughs> <laughs> I always drink to evil. Ave Satanus. There you go. That is some fine, fine, oh. moderately par- priced that, California that's sparkling the, wine. That's the best sparkling wine I've had in months. It is. Months, let me tell you. All right, guys. So it's been a fucking year of goddamn Full Metal RPG, and what a year it's been, huh? We came, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. We came into this thing. We were just like podcasting noobs. We didn't know the fuck we were doing. You and I have had this idea, Ben. Right? We were at work. We're like, what if we did a podcast? And we were just like, really, just trying to get the word out about how we do this, like how how we role play, right? We're not those nerds who do sucky role playing. We we do awesome role playing, right? Wasn't that what our kind of thought was? Yeah. Um, Seems pretty laughable in retrospect, to be totes honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, pretty arrogant and pretty, like, I don't know. The thing is, is that we've sort of grown into it, you know? It's been, like, uh, I remember sort of, like, the first session and how, like, sort of weird that weird it was you know the doing it for the first time and everybody kind of had a radio voice going on yeah like a super mellow radio voice (laughs) we we were nervous as fuck yeah yeah Yeah. and it was it's just been very interesting to watch uh how the hobby and not even necessarily just the hobby but how our perception and of the hobby has evolved over the past year dude right um you know when you started out it was you and ben and you guys were you know brandon was saying i'm not sold on these 
role-playing games where I have to give up narrative control. Like, yeah. I want to be the GM and I want to have strict control over the story exactly. and where it's going. And now he's, hey, you can run these apocalypse world games and you just, you just throw it together. You don't even yeah. have to have a story. You just, I'm going to do some role-playing. You sit down and there you go. The city mills itself. And Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, um, it's been, I think we've really seen kind of a renaissance in role-playing and, you know, just even with the OSR stuff and the apocalypse, powered by the apocalypse stuff and even the the conventions and everything that are starting to come around because that's all newer. It's well, we I mean, didn't the thing have that is, before. Is this stuff has been building steam? It's just that I didn't know about it, you know, because I was still sitting in that weird little like like uh, tower where I'm like, oh man, I know what there is to know about role playing, dude. I ran so many fucking good games. You can't tell me shit about how to run a game. And over the last year. I've spent so much time like hanging out with different different gamers and meeting different people and meeting developers and having conversations about like what goes into running a game and different design philosophies and different table philosophies and I'm just like holy shit I didn't know anything about role playing I didn't know fucking shit about role playing I just feel like the landscapes changed a lot and even um, the landscape and societies changed a lot it's a lot of um a lot less people are doing uh the online type of games like World of Warcraft and uh, Eve, like Eve just yeah. recently went free to play. No uh, way, really? Yeah, which is just you know, no. CCP owned White Wolf for a long time, and then they sold them off, and they recently went free to play. And it's like, wow. And I just feel that the landscape's really shifted. Descent has a new edition out, and Descent is you know board gamey kind of D and D. And yeah, I just I feel like the the whole society and the whole perception of it's changed quite a bit just in the last. You know, however many years, two years, five years, however long you want to frame that window. Yeah. And you're even seeing stuff when they relaunched um, Age of Sigmar. Like, I remember when I was first looking through the rules, there was <laughs> yes. stuff to try and inject flavor into it where it's, oh, if you, you know, yell out for the emperor or whatever, you get a additional die on this role or whatever it was to try and inject some kind of role play aspects into it. I mean, what's interesting about Age of Sigmar in particular is that those initial attempts to inject a kind of spirited flavor into it were just horrible failures. They were, and people reacted very vitriolically to them. I remember people in the store just, oh, I'm not going to do that. Nobody wanted it. No one actually wanted that. But subsequently, over the past year, because uh, Age of Sigmar is just a couple months older than this podcast, um, that game has really developed. First of all, it's built a huge uh, narrative uh, wargaming community in the in the games workshop uh, subculture, which I never thought I'd well, live I've to seen see. People talk about that where they're I'm going to run a story, you know, and it's going to be a story based yeah. Age of Sigmar campaign. I yeah. never would have seen that coming because I remember back when I was playing 40k, I wanted story. like a narrative theme based army yeah. that fit with what the army was supposed to be. And people, oh, you're not playing drop prob marines, like that's stupid. And I was like, well, that's not how. That's not how Space Marines fight. That's not uh, Guleman's uh, rules of battle. And so it's like, you know, and I was going over it with, or it was Razorbacks or whatever the hell it was, whatever the the cheese list was at the time. I was like, that's not how they fight. Like, if you read their rules and their battle strategies and all these other things, they fight in a very different way than that. And people are like, that's dumb. You're dumb. You know, play to win. And Yeah, I mean, it's there's, I really feel like I've even seen a lot of tournament players go from being strict, hardcore throat slashing tournament players to being like, oh no, I have my tournament list, mm-hmm. but then most of the time I just think around with uh 
club play and with narrative play because it's more fun. Right. It's just more fun and it's more interesting. And I think it all kind of really started with Apocalypse, just that whole yeah. where it was just throw a bunch of shit on the board and like have at it and have fun. Yeah, throw shit on the board and have fun. I mean, that's it's it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. I was listening to a podcast uh, just uh, today when this guy who is known for being just what they call a filthy player over in England, the guy who's just known for making super, super throat-slashing cheesy lists, and he was saying, <clears throat> um, oh, I wouldn't play this super broken list i wouldn't play it it's not it's not good for my opponent and his co-host said to him he after all these years you finally learned that it's a two-player game and it's like it's true it's two people at the table and you're there to curate both of their enjoyment even though it's competitive well that's what drove me out of the hobby yeah all of these people who had come in there and they, you know, let me see your list. Let me see your army list. Yeah. And it was just like, why? Because you just want to like stop my face? Because there's, you know, you've been collecting these figures longer than I have. There's probably a stop my face list somewhere in your thing. But I mean, um, I, they've been really encouraging role playing. I, I honestly, I, I've seen some threads on uh, the Age of Sigmar boards about, about, Age of Sigmar role-playing, and I just actually today went on Amazon and I picked up a copy of Fate Accelerated, which is only $5, because I want to be able to just throw together an Age of Sigmar role-playing game so people can... Because that's one of the big things people resist about the game. They're like, oh, I don't like the New World. I don't like the Mortal Realms. I'm like, I think the Mortal Realms are the shit, and I'd like to do some role-playing in them, and I kind of want to run some people through that and show them kind of what what it is you can do. With, That's what with, I always liked about 40k was the fluff. I didn't really yeah. care for the crunch very much, but I love the fluff. I always of that hated universe. the fluff of 40k. I uh, always liked this. Like I always the liked Demon the f- hosts and the Inquisitors, and I thought all that was gold. No man, I always thought it was boring, and and everything was like the bleakest. Yeah, and it was like the new bleakest thing. Yeah, this grim dark. You know, I loved it. It was just all these dudes like, with like skulls all over everything and chain swords. It was, like, who the hell would use a chain was, sword? And you have a bolter, and yet these goose are running around. Let me hit you with my sword. That's a chainsaw. Or the commissars who are in the tank with a power weapon, or they're like, drive me closer to the enemy so I can hit him with my sword. It was just too much. <laughs> it was just too much. Like there was there was no like. There was no like uh, different notes. They were all the same. I I, I agreed uh, to a certain extent that it was monotonal. And and I, you wait when you're talking about storytelling in the 40k universe, you have to think to yourself, well, what are the lives of the people who are away from the battles like? Because if you're just trying to role play the fucking battle game, then that's just going to be the fucking worst. Right. You but have to. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in there where it's like, oh, the Eldar are here and the Chaos Gods are here. Do we ally ourselves with the Eldar to fight them because they're opposed to them as well? And the Eldar aren't necessarily all grimdark. No, I think that there's a, I think that there's a definitely a game there to be played. Definitely. Which is why I was always so into those uh, Fantasy Flight role-playing games that mm-hmm. they came out with. But they has had these super shitty systems <laughs> <laughs> and, systems uh, are yeah. great. Yeah, and they, they cost really it was like sixty dollars a book. Every single book was hardcover. I mean, that, that's what they're doing with Star Wars, and I'm yep. just like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, you I'm know? not collecting their Star Wars stuff, but I did collect a fair amount of um of uh I didn't really get into only war because who the fuck wants to play a guard? Dude, I want to play um, only war. I thought only war was a great idea but, uh, for a campaign. I had Dark Heresy, the first edition. I didn't get second edition. I had Death Watch. Um and I have Black Crusade. I'd love to run Death oh, Watch sometime. Man, those all sound so good. Why don't you, dude? Why don't you run some of these things for us? Like, like you were saying, you were saying, like, uh, we were when we were at the store picking up the party hats, mm-hmm. these fucking <laughs> baller ass party hats that we're right, all wearing. Right, my tiara. Um, and our, we got some of these like New Orleans, like, yeah, like uh, sex beads or whatever. That's right. 
We're like, I, didn't I got fucking late, son. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we're, we're. I mean, we're in here partying it up. It's Tuesday right. night, and we give zero fucks. We're partying, That's right? Um, what are you celebrating? Were, it's and, Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and it's the the, the we cashier actually that, told the cashier that we were celebrating our podcast. Yeah, and she. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. if like you could personify and distill down um lack of interest <laughs> into a facial expression. Well, uh, she perfected it in that she, exact moment. She I, just I, had this look on her face like, oh, my God, get out of my line, and I'm going to go home and drink some bleach. I've, 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 <laughs> I've uh, gone Adam, – Adam and I have known each other for, I don't know, 20 years, more than 20 years now. Yeah, it's I been mean, longer than that. It, it's <laughs> from age 16, so oh, it's God. been 22. Yeah, that's, that's a long time. 22 or 23. So uh, we've we've known each other for a long time. We've been to a lot of places together in public, and I've become very used to the sort of facial expressions of the people who have to interact with like the Brendan and Adam show. Yeah, it's always they always get this like increasingly incredulous kind of like <laughs> like when is this going to be over yeah. kind of look going on. Yeah, their eyes kind of glass, yeah. and they're just kind of like, all right, all I yeah. got to do is just not engage, and they'll go away. Exactly, exactly. The mistake was engaging. I'm just going to yeah. stop doing that. And, <laughs> Uh, they they know that soon it will be over. Soon it's it will true. be true. That's the retail trick, though. I did the same thing when I was in retail, where I'd be like, "Oh, how's it going?" And then somebody would overshare, and I'd just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, exactly." Like, "Oh God, get me out of here!" Placid as the as, and calm as the Hindu cow, and just it's time for me to get out of here. But the, like the the point was is that is that you were telling me about the, uh, how you want to run Star Wars. Knights of the Old Republic, and you I have all the, you have all the books the and shit for it. The problem well, is, I know exactly one person who would be interested in it, and everybody else is going to come in and go like, so I'm rolling up my uh, Jar Jar Binks Jedi, Misa Big Jedi, Misa no, Guy dude, Huge I'm, Lightsaber, I'm just, ha ha ha, it's going to be really funny, and I'm going to be a Neomodian Jedi. You know oh, me so Neomodian well. Neomodian Jedi, oh, uh, you know, and yeah. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Fuck everyone at this table. I'm out of here. I'm you know just, me so well. I, I'm yeah, just saying. You're the like, one I'm thinking of specifically. Uh, dude, this guy is the, such a fucking buzzkill with a Star Wars dude. Such Fuck a Star, Star Wars, Wars. Star Wars sucks. Such a fucking Star Wars you buzzkill. Suck. <laughs> God, God damn, it. damn it. That last movie was a piece of shit. It was. Yeah, I didn't care for it. They've all been they've all been bad. Like, yeah. The prequels were bad. Uh look, what do you call look, it? Out of seven Star Wars movies that have been there's really only two that are good. There's two decent. Two and ones. a half. Okay, let's say two. What's and a half. the half one? Uh, episode six. See, I say it's a new. Hope. Oh no, I'd say two. I didn't like episode six at all. I don't care much for. I don't care much for a new uh, hope. And That's this just me. said, to be perfectly clear, this said, I am probably gonna go see Rogue One. Oh, I know I can't I'll see learn. it. I don't. I don't learn. I'm like, I'm oh, it's Star Wars. Star Wars, huh? I'll be, let's let's go see it. Maybe it'll be good. Jin or so sounds good to me. I'll see it. I'll be there. Oh, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Yeah, he's, uh, not oh, buying Matt a shirt. Nicholson? I'm like, not let's... buying a fucking shirt this time. Oh, did you buy a shirt? Because I haven't bought I got, a shirt. In I got a, long a Death time. Star shirt, in which the, the fatter I get, the more it looks like an actual Death Star when I wear it. <laughs> so if you would like, if they would, yeah, I like I liked the old Dark Horse comics, the Knights of the Old Republic comics, um, and I liked the first. I liked Star Wars, and I liked Empire, and there were parts of Jedi that were okay up until they got to Endor. Yeah, and whatever. Shit's fucking a, rad. I, I, I guess I just can't about. separate Star Wars from like. Like the racist piece of shit those fucking prequels were. Like, no. <laughs> they were okay. Look, to look, be perfectly look, clear, I'm they trying were to bad. say, look, what I'm trying to say is, why don't you run it at uh at Crit Hit, man? This because summer. I'm gonna sit down to run it, 
and somebody's going to come up to the table and go, Jar Jar Binks. No, dude, no one's going to do that. Everybody. To be fair, that would be me. But I'm not even going to ask to play your Star Wars game because I have no interest yeah. in Star Wars. The, exactly. Listen, the people who are somebody be... who does it, and I'm going to have to be the get the fuck the out. The people <laughs> who pay money to go to Crit Hit are not going to spend their hard-earned time, like like trolling your game. Was was that your experience at last year's Crit Hit? Everybody. The only the well, so I did have one guy who wasn't playing in my game, but he was at another table who was shitting all over my Gamma World game. So. Like really? Yeah, he was just like, "Oh, it's a terrible system. Why would you even run that?" Like that was a problem at Crit Hit. Uh, this a similar thing happened to me while I was playing um, Lamentations one time. Mm-hmm. Is I had to I had to hear like the cross chatter from their table, and it was like some like it was like those those types of guys who think that they know everything about about games, and right. they like want to tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. Those fucking guys. Yeah, I don't know any of those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck those guys. Waldorf your game. Hashtag the worst. Um, So how do we feel about about the last year, guys? So we were listening to some of the like the highlights from episode episode one. The thing that really jumped out at me Mm -hmm. was um, how I was just gushing over the art in Out of the Abyss. I was like, I was like, oh my god, everyone was very enthused about D and D fifth, and then like I haven't run it. You ran a little bit of it. Yeah, I ran for a few. I still like D and D fifth. I, I would know, be willing yeah, to play D and D fifth. I don't anybody... know that anybody's really played it in Ernst. You know, like I would love to do. So here's the uh, deal too with like the Star Wars thing that I was talking about in the Death Watch thing. I also want to run Curse of Strahd at some point. So it's one of those. Dude, I want to run like, Curse of Strahd too. I got to figure out which one I want to actually do and then go with that. Um, and just, so that's just do it. Yeah, that's, like Shia LaBeouf said, dude, just do it. You got to figure out what you're actually going to invest your time in and then go, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on and this is what I'm actually going to do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in over the last year, I've been kind of too heavy in my role-playing thinking like that where I'm like, oh, what am I going to invest my time into? And what am I going to build like a really good group? And I got to do like really serious backstories and I got to like really work the earth. And it's just like, I got to, I got to, I gotta train new role players so I can level them up into new things. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm just sick of it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I just want to fucking role play. It was never this hard back in high school. And in high school, we always would just would say, okay, there's a game going on this weekend. Everybody show up, and you just show up when you played. And granted, those early sessions were kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But when you got through them after three or four or six or whatever. Then shit started getting really good, right? Like, remember that fucking uh, World of Darkness or, like, the Vampire the Masquerade um, Atlanta game that we played, right? I like the Atlanta game. I like that game, too, but when you look back on it, it was very juvenile and full of crap. Okay. And then when you get to the with, with the next the next summer, we played uh, uh, New Orleans by Night. Yeah. And that game was rad, right? That game was, yeah. that game was yeah. much better. Right, that game. That game was awesome because there were some carryover characters, and we learned a lot by doing. You know, I mean, it's just like you got to do it. We can't. You know, we. I feel like in, in myself in particular. I don't want to speak for anybody else here, but I feel like you're kind of you're kind of insinuating it a little bit with what you were saying. I don't want to judge. Talking about me here, but I overplan. 
You know, I'm like one of those writers who like spends all of his time writing character backstories. I've got like 10,000 pages of character backstory and I've got zero pages of novel. Yeah, that's you know completely what I'm fair because I do overplan. It's so. like, it's like, we got to just do it. We got to just do it and not like overthink it and just kind of have that like, if you build it, it will come like fucking like attitude about things because people want to play games. I want to play games. You want to play games. Yeah. You want to play games, right? Yeah. No, you're not wrong. No, I think you're 100 percent correct. Um, I oh, that's that's our our that's correspondent, our, our yeah. correspondent from the front door reporting us what's going on up there in gaming. <laughs> Apparently, a lot. Um, yeah, I guess on that note, uh, I I think I will play a new Giovanni Chronicles game. Great, yeah. great. You should. You should play the fucking Giovanni Chronicles, yeah, man. I think I will. Good. We'll, we'll do something different. It'll be fun. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Right? Oh, God. That dog. Hang on a My second. My plan, our character is going to be arch enemies. What well, is that? I don't. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like the worst thing I could say to Brendan just yeah. to give him a heartburn. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take all the dominate I'm, I'm, I can. I'm heartburn free these, these days, guys. It's a, a Narrative gaming has set me free. I'll take all the dominate I can, and then I'm going to punish you ruthlessly. Well... Uh, on that note, my character is Iron Will and is unbondable and has... <laughs> then I'm playing an ass mite. Yeah. And uh, I have Auspex level 10. And uh... I don't think you can buy that starting in Giovanni Crossroads. <laughs> I'm going to take Vicissitude level 10, and now I'm every vampire who has Vicissitude. <laughs> you can't ever kill me. I, 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 I got to figure out what I want to play, because, you know, there's... The last time I did the... the 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 noble from that area that was a lot of fun. So if I were gonna do, if I if I do it, basically I'm gonna be less concerned about what the character what it is than who it is. Like I, I oh would, yeah, I want to build a, a character first, and then the other stuff is ancillary. I wouldn't really care about clan or anything else like that. I'd just kind of be like surprise me. You know? I mean, I, I think really the last time we did Giovanni Chronicles, we really built it up as a as human characters, and then. Whatever clan we ended up, we didn't end up. Now, granted, I wrote mine specifically for a clan. Right. I think everybody did. I know I did. When I, I was like I writing my character up, I'm like, I'm going to like design this character in such a way that he is the clan that I want him to be. And it's just like, man, that's just a shitty way to make your character. It's like, who the hell wants to go through all that effort? No, I I'd think... much rather play an interesting person than like a, an archetype. I mean, the thing is, is like the, the way that the game is written is it's like you're going to spend maybe two sessions as a human. Right. I know that we have all these like god damn it my hat just broke. Um I'm putting on tiara because they seem to stay on better. They do. Um, they stay on very well. The tiara is uh, is the way to go. I don't mean to be swagger jacking here buddy, but I'm it's putting on good. tiara. I didn't invent the tiara. I just made it look good. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. I'm just saying. Um that. So, no, Middleton uh, can go to hell. Like it, I'm fucking rocking this shit. I think that the process of playing um playing mortals at that point for us was just so novel. It's it was it's really only a couple sessions that you end up being immortal and then you're and then you're kind of a neonate vampire for a little while, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That anyway. That's my whole. That's my two cents on the whole fucking. Because as I recall, I think you had us write down on on paper three clans we would like to play. Yeah. And um, you know we 
likely get one of those three clans, but we didn't know. <laughs> I think mine was like La Sombra, Ventru, Zimache. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. This time I'm having people write down four. It's going to be two that you want to play, mm-hmm. one that you're okay playing, one you and one you play. won't play. When you're just like, fuck that. What so if I can you get just an idea. put in like none? You just don't care. You're like, you know just put what? put anything. You're just, whatever, like, you're just like, whatever makes the most sense. Then there you go. Then it will be shall be done. Because I don't think there's anything where I'd just be like, "Fuck, I can't, I can't play that. I can't make that work." You know, like at this point, I've gotten to the point. I, there's, I don't think there's any clan in the world of darkness. I'm just, I can't figure out how that clan works. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I tend to agree with you actually. And um, I was actually getting kind of educated by uh, the um, Darker Days Radio podcast, and they were talking about how offensive the term gypsy is. And uh, in relation to uh, the uh, Charnel Houses of the Shoah, um, somebody book. should really let uh, White Wolf, White Wolf know, know that. about that <laughs> because, because yeah. they have an entire book <laughs> called Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, and it's an a, entire clan book, clan book Ravenos, that's just that uses gypsies. the word gypsy like, like every every yeah. other word, every probably every word. Uh, apparently, apparently, the preferred term at this point is uh, uh, Romani yeah. or like Rom, and so um, and so I'm gonna try and clean that up a little bit in my game just to. You know, I don't. I don't like being on the wrong sides of things. And we did have that one friend who we used to we used to game with, and he was. And he. I guess he was on the side there, but he was wrong on so many other things. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. We used he to hated with, the word gypped. I we, remember. We, we we played with this guy uh, who who claimed to be of gypsy descent, and uh, if you ever used the word gypsy, or if you said that you had been gypped, he uh, he would freak out, and. Um, the thing is, is this guy was always spoiling for some kind of fight. He was always looking for some reason to get in your grill. So I didn't think anything of it because I was just like, eh, this guy, he's always he's always spoiling for some fight. He's always he's the kind of dude who's looking for the insult and everything. So why would I give a shit what he has to say about like nomenclature? But apparently he was right. So you know what? Um, apologies, uh, um, R- Romani people of the world. I've been using the word gypsy like it's a real word. Sorry. I think we um, all have. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Dungeon Dragon sure did in the original Curse of Strahd. Oh yeah, that one's oof. That's that's some that's some racist fucking shit. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of bad stuff in the original. So, so racist. Yeah. Um, what were some other things that jumped out at me about the first episode? Uh, ben, anything for you? I I guess for me it was just more on a personal level. How like how I could tell that I was really like. Like trying to be calm when I was nervous, and trying to be like something I was put together when I, you know, like, like I was too worried about what was gonna fucking come out of my mouth, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. And then, then we realized no one's listening. Yeah, well, you know, and you do <laughs> it for really so long, it's like whatever. <laughs> it, it does. It. <laughs> it really does. You know, I mean, here's the thing: is that for a podcast, we've been very successful. We've been intensely successful. We uh, this is our thirty second episode of Full Mail RPG proper. If you if you chuck on the six or seven episodes, eight episodes, the eight episodes of of Shadowstorm Radio Hour that puts us at forty as of this date. I mean, for a year, that's not nothing. That's like a lot of podcasting to do in a year. Yep. And uh, we've been, I, I think we've been. I was about to say we've we've been pretty consistent, and <laughs> we have been unbelievably inconsistent in terms of like when we release and how long the show is, and whether we're going to actually release one this month. 
But um, I think that we've met like a lot of cool people around the world who have related. Yeah, it's been so, like, fun. Yeah, dude. I, I went to a horrible fucking convention I never would have gone to otherwise. <laughs> dude, I... <laughs> I knew that was going to come up at some point. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I asked Ben to maybe think about some of the lowlights, and dude, uh, that was just the lowlight of this year. That was the lowlight of Full Metal RPG. I don't don't think any of our talking about it really does justice to how fucking terrible it was. No, really. I I mean, the thing is... I missed it, so... Lucky fucking you. (laughs) When we did the Leprechaun episode, I felt like there was some kind... I had some kind of like... Uh, I I didn't want to like overdo it about to, like out of anger, you know. Like I was trying to like like put my thumb in their eye, you know. And had that happened like yesterday, we'd have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but at this point, it's been like months, and I'm still like completely aggrieved about the whole thing. And I just have no problem saying that like Leprechaun is like not not only one of the not only the worst role playing convention that I've ever been to in my entire life. But it's one of the worst just conventions of any kind that I've ever yeah. been to, if not the worst. I will I, plus one you at some technology conventions that I go to, and um, we'll we'll see how you feel at the end of that. Yeah, but I mean, like, here's the thing: like, like when you go to the convention, is there actually a convention going on? For instance, right. Well, I mean, do, are there are, are is there an actual like set of like programming and stuff? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Are there guests in attendance? Yeah. I mean, so that, that one had, had neither. No, Leprechaun had like the weakest, the weakest programming I've ever seen of any kind. And then on top of that, it didn't have any guests. And we realized about halfway through that, like they when they when they were counting up the people who in attendance. They were. They tell you that oh, there's so many people attend because they're trying to sell you a fucking table that we spent actual currency on, like right. American fucking dollars, right? That they were counting like fucking merchants and their associated like employees and stuff. Oh, as attendees. So, yeah. So everybody in the merchant hall is an attendee. Everybody who's here to do a panel is an attendee, and we we're like, where's the actual attendance? There were like maybe half a dozen of them or something. Right. Yeah, there were times where you just sit behind the thing and you'd be like, where are the people? I'm yeah. talking to the dude yeah. at the merchant table next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's be fair. Our, our, the con game for our group wasn't particularly strong rolling in there either. We didn't really have a... We didn't really have our shit together, as I recall. What, no, for, no, oh, no, we didn't. In we terms didn't. of the booth or merchandise or we were, anything, you know, dude. If you if we had gone in there like WWE with like Rammstein playing in the background and fireworks going off, mm-hmm. there wouldn't have been anybody to see it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we could have been like A plus, and it would have just been to an empty room. I mean, <laughs> still would have felt better about ourselves. It, 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 it reminded me a lot of kind of. I mean, not really like. Here's the thing is I, I've only ever been in one band and the limited role that I played in it, we were well enough known and well enough connected with friends that I never ended up playing to an empty room, you know? So this was like the closest thing I've ever done to that where I was just like, I'm sitting in an empty room being like, yeah, 
role playing do it it's like when you go to the bookstore and there's that person there doing a signing and you're yeah, just like oh yes. god don't make eye contact because yes. i don't want to hear about your crazy exactly shit. exactly yeah, I remember last time it was some guy and i got roped into a conversation with him and i was like oh, no you're crazy uh, no oh we got plenty of that at leprechaun oh i know right we got plenty oh, of that god, oh, this that is a guy was trying bad. to sell me his book and he's like so how many do you want i was like uh i gotta go yeah, <laughs> i just yeah. left the store i was just like i got nothing yeah um yeah, so that was definitely the the blackest. That was hour the lowest from... point of Full Metal RPG. I feel like this year. Yeah, I think so. It was. Uh, it was yeah. hot. It was fucking summer. Fucking driving cross town to go to this fucking thing. Yeah, we could have been doing anything else with our weekend. We could have been working and been happier. You know, we left work early one day to do it. Yeah, I know, right? If I had been like, like if I had been lashed to the mill of capitalism, I would have been happier. Which is, ugh. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, what a shit show that was. What what, the, what was your low point for of gaming, Adam? What was your what was your low point this year? My what was the, point of what was the low was light? Getting was, basically getting myself out of my doldrums to get back into gaming was kind of the the hard part for me. It was just kind of reacquainting myself with it and getting back to the point where I realized it's a thing I can do and I can make it happen, and I just have to spend the time and the effort which is why the podcast and everything has been great because it's got me excited and energized back about doing it again and listening to other people talk about it um in in episode i would one, say the low light for me i guess was like the previous four years or whatever where i just didn't game at all um i was like oh i got my corporate job and i got kids and i got responsibilities and that doesn't you know that that doesn't fit in with role-playing like those two things are incompatible and they're really not um you know, you just gotta. It, it's uh, it's like that whole thing of like you gotta put the big rocks into the container, and then you can dump the small rocks into the container, <laughs> and then you can dump the sand into the container, and then you put the water in. You have to prioritize the things that are important to you. And honestly, mm. like having fun and getting out and engaging with the community and the and the the things that you love um, is incredibly energizing, and it's important to do. And it's way too easy to just get caught up in the daily grind and uh, ignore like self care and especially mental self-care. Um, and then you end up in this place where you're like, I need to medicate this shit, uh, either with booze or pills or, you know, whatever it is, legalized pot, which the people of Arizona shot down. So, so we're not going to have that. But yeah, it's just you get in this, this vicious circle where you're just like, yeah. oh, you know, uh, wake up, go to work, come home, you know, whatever, drink, eat an ice cream sundae, whatever it is, watch TV, um, go to sleep, repeat, oh, the yeah. weekend's here. Oh, it's gone already. And just, it's way too easy just to get back to get uh, you, you know what it's I hate? Trap. It's a trap and you fall into it. You know what I hate is the cycle of chasing paychecks where you're like, okay, in two weeks, the next paycheck comes. Well, next, thanks to role-playing books, I'm back to doing that again because I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't buy that book now. <laughs> but in two weeks, I get paid and I can go buy that book. Welcome back, Adam. Thanks. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, it's like heroin. <laughs> it's so bad. Jesus fucking It's not Christ. like it's, it's not like, yeah, we don't want to trivialize it. Heroin is heroin a terrible, problem, terrible drug, but, and it's a horrible problem. Yeah. And, but but anyway, it's like heroin. Great. It's exactly like it's, heroin. Oh God, it's great. Um, <laughs> what, no, what, we're gonna what get you hate got, mail what, from heroin addicts. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're gonna forget about it in like two seconds. That's true. Um, You're not wrong. So, they're not listening to this. So, no, they got they got better things to do. They got better. They got better things to go. So so what were you guys? What was the high point? What was the high water mark this year? 
Everybody's thinking. Um, I really enjoyed the episode that we filmed that Crit hit. I was that about was to say like exact same lightning thing. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, Crit yeah, hit. That was great. I'm we were all spot. just loopy. And yeah. uh, and it was really gonzo and a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And just running games again has been a lot of fun for me. So I mean, um, I really feel like what Jim Miller did with that uh, with that convention really just like galvanized the entire gaming community of of Phoenix, the Phoenix Metro area, mm-hmm. and it really it it kind of codified sort of like who you can expect to see out and what you can expect from them, and it was just fucking fun. You know, it was just fucking fun. You got to play a bunch of fucking games. It reminded me what I loved about the hobby and yeah. all yeah. the different things. And, you yeah. Know, yeah. Just, and there was no bullshit. There was mm-hmm. no, like, fucking um, drama. Or, I had a little bit of drama in the flame There out. was yeah. a little <laughs> bit of drama. drama. <laughs> yeah, you had drama. There was very little drama. And there was no, like, weird ego tripping shit. There was nobody was trying to step on anybody else, at least at least not that I recall. Um and I'm really looking forward to it again, man. I feel like uh, Crit Hit ended up being um, very much about what I feel like FMRPG is about, which is like getting people on the same page about shit, you know? And just having fun. And just having fun role-playing. And yeah. I, I, I'm so stoked for the next one. I'm I agree. I'm so stoked for the next one. 100%. What, what was the best game that you guys thought came out this year? What was the best game? What was your best new new game? Not like some fucking rehash shit or like um like some fucking crusty like old book came out yeah i know right because i guarantee like lamentations and dunderworld probably both came out before this year yeah okay so what was the what was the what was the best game that was like new to you new to you new to me yeah what was the best what was the what was your what was the thing that got you super high this year the sprawl really yeah i love the sprawl that blows my mind to hear i'm so surprised to hear you say that you're Really? Yeah. It, when when we were talking about if I'm gonna run a game state like Arizona Game Fair, if I'm gonna run a game, yeah, that's the game I'm kicking around running. Oh, you should just do it, dude. It'll take you, dude. Seriously, I you would should say just do it. The newest one I've run and read, and pretty much the only one that I have a decent amount of experience with that was new to me this year was Lamentations of the Flame Princess. That's hot. That's um, good. That's good shit. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a lot of fun. Also, Kuro. Yeah, Kuro was great. Kuro was great. I'm still. I still have a boner for Kuro for sure, for sure. Like right now, I'm kind of like riding real high on Shadowrun. I don't know if that's because I'm like really in the throes of new love with Shadowrun. I mean, because it's dude, it's not new love. It's like Shadowrun comes yeah, this around. Is every, yeah, every it, yeah, it comes around. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, I had the first the first edition the first edition soft cover when I was a little fucking kid and I didn't know what role playing was. Um, and I bought fourth before and ran it a little bit, and this is. Just I still have my copy from that time. Yeah, dude, and you'll be putting it to use. I hope. Uh, um, definitely. Like, uh, I just feel like Shadowrun keeps coming back around, and I just keep really hoping to like. I've already got a character concept I really like there. You know, like a paraplegic guy who just oh yeah just hacks everything. He and, lives in a van. Yeah, he lives in a van. And yeah, interact. Uh, like I'm close. <laughs> yeah, would you please? <laughs> um. I really feel like uh, it's time to to get Shadowrun in my life in a, in the into, into the position that it deserves, the, like the the high position that it deserves. So I'm I'm really I'm really very high on Shadowrun, and I've been high on Shadowrun for a little while. But I think probably the game I was highest on this year was Age of Sigmar. I know it's not a role playing game, but um, it really just was scratching me in a certain kind of like uh, uh, role playing kind of way, and it. Um, 
it was just so good to be back involved with GW models that I love and with um and without the bullshit of like crazy tournament scenes and crazy like assholes breathing down your neck and it just felt so fun and the, the fluff is great and the world is great and the freeformness of it is great that I guess probably my number one game this year was AOS. Which I know is kind of a cop out answer, but Whatever, man. Fuck it's it. What gets you? If it's what gets you excited, then it's what gets you excited. I edit this fucking thing, it man. It seems I like all the toxic players moved on to different games too. So that's. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't been playing a lot lately. I've just been playing with my buddy Matt, and like he's not toxic, so we have a blast. We have a great time. Um, this was the year of Kickstarters for us, was it not? Oh it's my the year god! Of Kickstarters for everybody. I, I think, think Jesus. Is the way that just seems yeah. Gone. It just seems like it's gone crazy. Yeah, this man. Year. I put so much fucking money into Kickstarters. What are your guys' favorite Kickstarters? Be real. I haven't gotten any of them yet. Yeah, so. but what was the favorite? What was your favorite thing? I got King of Storms like that, dude. Yeah, some of them turned around real quick. Like I can't believe that. What's the Sibarium? 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 Yeah, yeah that, that's I'm, out already. Polaris is already in stores. Polaris is in stores. About cult and then <laughs> toxicity after that, and then I, think I know, right? armies after that. So. The games that like um, I am the most hard for. Uh, still elude me. They're still outside my grasp. Yeah, I'm pretty hard for all three of those too. Yeah, I mean, to be to be totally honest, I'm, dude. Um, unknown armies is coming right up. Unknown armies yeah. is uh, like uh, I, I've been following their updates and they're doing like uh the proofs and stuff. They're getting well, they were the mostly ready. done, and so was yeah. toxicity. Like the writing yeah. part was done already. Cult what? was the one where they're just like, well, you'll get it when you get it. What's weird to me is that we haven't gotten our toxicity yet because. Like I well the the PDFs I, are up right. I got I I said I know that I was gonna get mine later because I had selected that I didn't want to pay two shipping costs. Oh yeah, I just so, like, I think no, I, I did that, that also. Too. So I, I was like, yeah, just send it all at once when you have everything ready. Right. Yeah, okay, Maybe good that's point. What it is. Touche, yeah. mon frere, touche. Yeah. And then I was getting those posters and then some other shit, and I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it. The oh, I didn't get any of that. Oh, those posters are fucking rad. Um, they look cool. I, the, I've been seeing them. My number one Kickstarter for this year, the the Kickstarter I lust for more than any, more than any other Kickstarter is Cult. Though, I am so super fucking jazzed for Cult. Uh, when I went through and filled out my backer survey, I put more money into it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I resisted the urge. I I had already given them like two hundred and fifty dollars or yeah. something ridiculous, yep. and I was just like, I was like, oh poo, yeah. yeah. Like they had that little Bible copy, the little the little soft cover Bible copy, and I was like, uh, and, and I had been like this close before, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, I just can't resist, and I just put it on there. I, I ended like, up owing them more money just because of shipping, but yeah. I think I just kept to the items that I had originally selected. Yeah, I did too, yeah. and I think it was just shipping that I owed them. Extra yeah, I owed them like yeah. another forty bucks for shipping. But I was Something so obscene. I was so happy. Well, they drastically undercharged for shipping. They did drastically undercharge for shipping. That uh, but was the but they worst fixed it though, that. so we're gonna get our books, guys. Yep. I, I'm really I really think we're gonna get our books. They're gonna be late, but I think we're gonna get them. I think we're gonna get them, and I think it's gonna be glorious when we do. I'm so stoked. Did you read their latest backer update where they were talking about how they've been like rewriting the modules and everything? Mm-hmm. I'm yep. just, oh god, I can't wait. I cannot wait to have that game in my hands. Well, guys, what do you what do you guys think about the next year of fucking Full Metal RPG? What are we gonna do with this fucking thing? You know, when when Ben and I first created the show, we sat down, we did an outline of what we wanted to do, and we said five years, right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Five years. So one year is down, fools. You're through 20% of this shit, which means you have 80% of this torture left ahead of you. 
and we got another four years of full metal RPG, and then we were gonna like we we're gonna reconvene. We we're gonna say like, was this something that's worth doing, or is this a bunch of bullshit? Right? I think uh, we did a T-shirt, man. That wasn't so we, bad. We did more shit we, like that. We did two T-shirts. Think, I mean, we learned a lot this year. We yeah. learned shit, dude. Yeah, we uh, we brought some guests on. We talked some guests. We met people in the industry. That's always good. Yeah, man. Um, we learned our limitations this year. You know, there was all. We, we we learned what we can do well, and we learned what we suck at. That's true. You know, I still want to get the goddamn Skype fixed so that we can uh, so oh, we can have guests on remote people. Yeah, yeah man, because I had I had uh, Alex over because he was like he was like, oh no, I'm gonna show you what's up because I think he thinks I'm an idiot when it comes to. I know you're listening, Alex. Um, I think <laughs> I think he thinks I'm an idiot when it comes to this shit. We see you, Alex. And, and I told him what I had done, and he was like, okay, let me take a crack at it. And he worked on it for I think like two hours, and then he was like. Well, I basically got it to exactly where you had it, and I'm all and now I'm stumped, and I'm like, "Cheers, I, ra- I raise a glass to you, my friend." Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technology. There might be something wrong with my computer. Could be. I'm hoping to get a new computer this year, so we'll see. Yeah. We shall see. What 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 do you guys see? What do you guys see for the future? What do you guys want? What do the listeners want? Hey, listeners, write in some shit. Jesus, you know, write. Like have some- a review segment where we review different books and different genres and things we like have that. always talked about that and we have never done it yeah i just think it would be super cool to do that. that's one of the things darker days does that i really love is they like Me hey too. we got a book we're gonna review it here you go sure um and then i really think we should um hyper focus on a uh, big eye small mouth and just hit that game hard like, you know super hard honest, honestly it's always dude, been on my list of games to like dive it, right it into it really is particularly I, if there's like a, a hentai expansion or a yaoi expansion i'd like to really yaoi. i'd oh, like to wow. get into those you're just speaking deep. my language right now buddy. right you, you know you, guys um i was up at bookman's the one over in uh phoenix the other day and mm-hmm. um they had not one but two copies and you in, let them in go? really good condition of the Project Aco role playing game. Oh. So, if you guys want to get into that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, great, great. We'll LARP Afterwards, it. then we'll play some Ninja High School, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're LARP, gonna LARP, LARP that ones. shit. Sorry. Yeah. Well, what do you think happens after we stop rolling, Adam? <laughs> anyway, um, what do I want to do? I want to play more games, man. I want to play more games, and you know, just deliver some good content. I want to start delivering some good content for once, Ben. That's 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 my goal for the next year. It's making this podcast worth listening to for once. <laughs> it's, I know we're setting the bar high, but yeah, I don't know if we can do it. Yeah, well, you have to aim high, or else you'll always just stay at the bottom. That's what I learned somewhere, like on GI Joe or something. Um, I thought that was knowing is half the battle on the dude. Dude, hey, hey, stop bringing facts into this podcast <laughs> oh maybe it was the dreadnoughts episode where it's like if you take out the bottom the rest comes tumbling down yeah that sounds like a thing through. yeah i think that was that one that sounds like a real thing how do i remember that shit? um all right guys well this has been a fun walking down memory lane with you fuckers um you know does anybody have any shit that they want to plug real quick like uh anything coming up i'm i'm, I'm drawing a blank here you know, uh, shout outs as always to uh, Arizona Game Fair coming up in uh, January 21st and 22nd. We will be there. I'll be running um, Beneath the Inverted Church and Carcosa. So um, 
It's going to be a great time of year to be in Arizona. If you're thinking about getting out of uh, the state that you live in, where I, I mean, I don't know. Global warming seems to be happening in such a way that there's probably not going to be actually be snow where you're at. But like, say that there was, and you want to get away from it, you could consider coming to Phoenix and enjoy some gaming with us, and you get away from that snow and shit. Um, and if you ever want a precursor to what it's going to be like when you finally end up in hell, come visit us in the summer. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Come visit us. Too. Come visit us for Crit Hit, and where where you will like literally, uh, you can literally cook food on the sidewalk uh, while you stand there trying to have a conversation and wondering where your life went wrong. Um. Yeah, man, that's that's it. If you uh, want to get in touch with us, of course, uh, fullmetalrpg.com. Uh, Adam has been keeping uh, people abreast of that. And uh, once this episode is posted, and if you're listening to it, it must be posted, I will be free for two whole weeks. We're going to have two weeks off. I'm going to be writing a bunch of shit. I'm going to be putting it up there. We're looking for between between the time you hear this 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 podcast and the end of the month, we're looking for eight posts from brendan so you guys can look for that um give us a shout out on itunes if you would be so kind we prefer five star reviews but uh if you feel like you can't give us one then we would love to hear from you at full metal rpg official at gmail.com i would love to address anything that you feel like could be better about this show so you could feel happy about giving us a five star review if you write something in there i'll read it off on the air yeah, if you find Adam's talk about Yowie really offensive, be sure to just let us know and let us and, know, and uh, we'll we'll be sure to make sure that Adam doesn't bring up Yowie ever again. I found it offensive. I, I don't know how you're gonna stop me from bringing <laughs> it up ever again. Sorry. I saw our but our uh, uh, friend of the show, yeah, uh, tie me up and gag me, and and and, and, and longtime <laughs> listener uh, Javi in Spain found this great shirt. It was um uh it was the Joy Division, the Joy Division Unknown Pleasures right. shirt, right? And then it, just, it had the symbol and it said unknown pleasures and then it just said Yowie Division on it. And I was like, and he's like, I must own it. And I was like, I must own it too. And I started <laughs> looking for, for it online. I couldn't find one. Javi, send me one from Spain, dude. And and for you, I shall send role-playing books or something. Um, the best way to get in touch with Full Metal RPG and to have more Full Metal RPG in your life all the days of the week is on Instagram, Full Metal at Full Metal RPG on Instagram. We're also on Twitter at Full Metal RPG. You can enjoy um, uh, my musings there if that's a thing that you enjoy. Um, what else do we do, Adam? Do we do anything else? We're on Facebook. We are on Facebook Full and Metal Twitter. RPG on Facebook, and uh, you can follow my personal adventures at Brendan Carrion on Instagram, and you can follow my buddy Adam at Adam on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen. It's been super great. Thank you for joining us this episode, and thank you for the last year of podcasting. Stick with us, because we're going to do great things, and you're going to be part of them. It's going to be Full Metal RPG and you, 100 years, Full Metal RPG and you.com, <laughs> over and over, 100 times, Full Metal RPG and you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We are We are surging forward into immortality. Anyway, thank you very much. <laughs> Have a great night. Over now. Yeah!